Hi, welcome to Revenue Marketing Television, the CMO Insight Series. I am your host, Jeff Petherwitz, President and CEO of Petherwitz Group. Today as our guest, we have Akbar Jaffar, who is Chief Marketing Officer at Zorosign. Akbar, welcome to the show. Hi, Jeff. Thanks. It's good to be here. Great to have you. Uh, so maybe to start off for, uh, for people that don't know what Zorosign does, uh, give, us a, give us the classic elevator pitch. So Zorosign is um, your typical digital transaction management solution which has the electronic signature components and workflow builders, uh, smart forms, and so on. However, uh, we have a very unique solution that detects the fraud and signature tampering um, in PDF documents. So we provide solution to um, fintechs, banks, and insurtech. All right, so you'd be competing against like a DocuSign and Adobe Sign? Um, yes, in some ways we do. But to my knowledge, uh, we're the only game in town that has uh, the fraud detection technology using the blockchain um, uh, platform. Okay. So that makes it that makes it even cooler already. You're running on top of blockchain. So, yeah. Um, how did you get over to ZoraSign? My background um, has always been in the enterprise software space, and um, and uh, a very good friend of mine and a fellow board member um, who co-founded the company was was looking to retire, and um, and he asked me if I would like to come on board and help him build the company. So here we are. So tell us, tell us a little bit about your strategy. You know, how are you going to market? What are some of the things that you're focused on? You know that the electronic signature space is a very saturated market. Um, um, however, there are solutions that are not meeting the customer requirements. And so we focus on the... Um, we focus on solving the one major problem that almost everybody um, uh, faces, which is once you have an executed contract in the PDF form, of course, you have to share it with everybody. So how do you know that the PDF document has not been modified or altered or tampered with? Because it's very easy to modify those documents by using the Adobe Acrobat Reader. So we focus on just filling that um, the pain point. So that makes my go-to-market strategy be, uh, very easy. We um, we basically look at, at the the market segments that are vulnerable to uh, document frauds, um, and we just help those companies um, fix that gap. I like it. So, um, uh, so tell me a little bit about um, the people that you're hiring and the team that you're building out. And, and um, is it different, let's say, now in 2018 than it was a few years ago of, of what you're looking for? As you know, the marketing is really part science and part uh, creativity. 
Um, and for me, marketing is really a philosophy and it's really in the DNA of the company and it's not a role of a single department for me. So I strongly believe in the academic approach and I support the continuing education of my team. So I believe in cultivating the marketing generalists or what I call for the marketing and the sales roles. And I also believe in cultivating the employees uh, in the rest of the company as my walking billboard. Um, so, so when I'm looking for marketing folks, I'm really looking for people who are all-rounders. Um, I want the social media expert to really understand how the website works, and I want um, my web development team to really understand how the marketing automation works. Um, I do not like to keep them in isolation. So, so as I mentioned, that marketing is more of a philosophy. I use an example. Businesses often don't think about offering product training to their switchboard operators and their admins. But the fact of the matter is that those individuals are the front line of communication and they're at the front line of customer interaction. So, uh, so I kind of see that as a holistic approach. So I, if I could paraphrase, really everybody's in marketing, right? So even though they might not directly report to you, you're, you're taking a holistic enterprise company-wide focus on Everybody's in marketing, absolutely. All right. Well, does everybody mm -hmm. serve the customer too? Uh, they do. One way or the other, we all exist to serve the customers because without the customers, we don't exist. Amen for that. So tell me, tell me a little bit maybe how, how are you organizing your marketing and, and your budget and your programs? How much is geared towards, let's say, net new customer acquisition and how much is uh, allocated towards building and growing existing customers? Um, well, so um, so that answer um, differs um, for Zorosign compared to what it has been in the past for me, because Zorosign is a very very early age startup. Uh, uh, we launched the product about ten months ago, so most of my focus and budget and activities um, is on acquiring new customers, obviously. Um, we, we do have about 5,000 users and zero churn. Uh, so, so, we're very, so we're very happy about that. Nice, okay. So, but uh, pretty much the sky's the limit, right? Go, go get those customers and, and grow the base. Yeah, um, yeah, that's correct. I would say though about uh, uh, 10 to 15% of my time uh, um, is spent with the existing customers because we learn from them. It's a new product. Um, we look at their use cases and we turn them into case studies. Okay. And, and since you're really just getting out of the gate, what are some of the things that you're doing to get the scale in terms of process, technology? Um, <clears throat> well, so I come from a, a CRM a background and from marketing automation background, and I've spent uh, a big chunk of my career as a business process optimizer. So when when I look at um, you know my company when we have to grow, I look at it 
from the perspective of building a solid foundation so that we can build repeatable processes from that and that scale. So um, we started out, you know, um, um, and I'm being very tactical, we started out with um, a solid CRM system and a marketing automation system. We had the processes all laid out, um, all the training laid out, um, and then we hired people. Uh, and and uh, we basically went all out, uh, spending a lot of money um, um, with the organic acquisition of the leads as well as trade shows and uh, um and, and, and we started out with some list buying as well in, um, in the early stages. Okay. Um, so what are going to be some of your primary things that you're going to invest in though as you hit growth mode? Strategically speaking, we're, we're going to be spending a lot of money and time and effort in, in really educating the market because the problem that we are solving many um, uh, have not uh, have not faced it or they have not heard about it um, the the document frauds are are not reported um, widespread if document fraud isn't being reported widespread how do you know the degree of the problem so um, so that's a very good question so we are working directly um, with the judges and the courts and the lawyers um, and the legal community, as well as um, um, as well as the industry leaders in the real estate and the financial services, where they have seen those problems that just have not reported them widespread. I give you a very good example. So there was a couple that forged uh, a judge's a signature and counterfeited a court order in a, a baby custody trial. And this was ended up reporting into the news because it became a huge deal. Um, and here's one more example, which I'm, your, uh, I'm sure you've heard of. Uh, about three months ago, the Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe was caught red-handed doctoring up his real estate deal documents um and 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 so that was a huge deal as well so um so there are cases um we um we have identified them and we work with with the leaders in those industry spaces like the judges and um uh, to solve those problems Nice. No, I, really, I would really love the stories too. It, it brings um, a direct connection and you can really start to visualize why, yeah. why it's, uh, it's so important. It's, it's really mm -hmm. fascinating. So, um, you know, as you've progressed through your career in marketing, what, what do you think has been one of the bigger changes that we've seen? When I, when I started out in marketing, marketing automation was part of, of the CRM where we were just managing leads. Um, and I'm talking about the type of, you know, uh, I'm talking about the time of Siebel CRM and all that. Um, and the things have um, come a long way. Um, I think the, the, the major shift that I'm seeing, and I'm happy about that, is that there is um, really 
marketing is very heavy on measurable metrics and revenue engineering and data science. Um, I really appreciate that we can uh, now make marketing a revenue center, if you will. It's not a cost center anymore. Um, so when I look at the marketing and the changes that I can bring or the changes that I have brought are um, the way that we run this business. So um, so things like net marketing contribution, um, the revenue cycle management, the cost per lead and the conversion metrics to drive the top level business. And then I use the business process optimization, cost of business and then automation to drive the bottom line improvement. So, so there's um, a lot more levers that we have in order to run a business in a very optimal way. Yeah, it really is it's fascinating. And just with all the information, it gives us more insights to make more decisions uh, or potentially so, make more mistakes, right? <laughs> if we, well, that's true as well. That's true as well. You, um, you can click one button and send out, you know, 15,000 emails. Um, and if you make one mistake on it, you just, you know, you just hurt your brand. No pressure. No, it's, it's okay. no pressure at all. <laughs> Does that explain maybe why uh, CMOs don't make it much more than a couple of years? Or it's probably not the mistakes as much as it is the return on investment, though, right? Well, I, 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 I think the, um, you know, it's very hard to pinpoint why the CMOs don't stick around because the answer or, or the reasons are not, not simple. Um, you may be looking at uh, maybe looking at like better opportunities. Uh, you may be looking at at you know um, um, reasons of the personal nature. But one thing for sure that I'd like uh, to point out is that from a marketing leadership perspective, we are in a transitory stage. You have marketers marketing leaders that have been around for 20, 30 years, and they're now, um, they're now being asked to use tools that they never grew up with. <clears throat> so, so their transition from managing their business one way versus entirely different way will take some time. So you see some migration and, and some change, and that is one of the reasons that uh, one of the reasons that I've seen. Times they are changing, uh, definitely. But uh, uh, really, um, really exciting to hear about your company. Um, you're one of the first companies I've talked to that's actively building out on top of the on the, of the blockchain. So it's it's really exciting. Yeah. Love your perspectives on what you're doing. Love your ideas around really everybody's in marketing. I think we're going to have to turn that into a bumper sticker uh, or a T-shirt. <laughs> so, but thank you so much for being on the program today. Really appreciate it. Sounds good.